The Raven Folly Institute presents The God Mirror Conspiracy Episode 3 Into the Wilds Hello and welcome back to the Raven Folly Institute presents in our second campaign the God Mirror Conspiracy. I am your DM, Matthew Fillion, and I am here with our cast of characters. Uh, Danny, who are you playing? I am paying, playing Magnolia Brambleheart. She's a cute little satyr with freckles and coloring like a doe. <laughs> uh, Miranda. I'm playing Callus Everlight, a tiefling and very tall dame. Uh, Colin, who are you playing? I am playing Gavain Everlight, a blue tiefling monk with a chipper attitude, shall we say. And last but not least, John. Playing Boone, he's a townie. Okay, he's a tiefling, paladin, warlock, townie. Do love that we, without any pre-planning, ended up with three tieflings and a satyr, making this the horniest campaign that you'll ever get. Um, How is townie we, not an actual class? I think it kind of is. It's got to be a fighter or, class. Yeah, there's a whole movie yeah, called the called the fighter. It's it's essentially a class, right? Why is it not a background that you can take? Yes, and get like special little things, you know. I'll I'll County. make one and put it in the campaign. I'll put it in the campaign thing on uh, on D and D Beyond. We'll make it we'll make it happen. The townie background. Uh, you come with um. Everybody knows your name. <laughs> There's always a chance you know somebody that. Uh, and then um. You got to have like some nickname that people know you by. Yeah, everybody. Like, everybody always knows. Is it's it's usually your la- like your boonie. Yep. And nigga yeah, boonie. Yeah, you come with a nickname. So and, uh, and you're. Your trinket is something like, well, we're from the Boston area, so it's a scally cap or yeah, a, yeah, it's oh, a, a, a key, something, a keychain, a, key, a keychain with a with a four leaf clover on it. Your explorer's pack has an old blockbuster video card in it. Yeah. So, <laughs> hilariously, I currently work with a Maddie M A D D I E, and I have been called Maddie so much in my Boston towny life that. Every time someone talks to her on a Zoom call, I look up like they're talking to me and I forget that these people don't call me. I'm, I'm not Maddie there. And it's like, but it's like, it's like <laughs> what? Oh, you're talking to her. Sorry. Um, all right. So returning back to Diadem, the town of Diadem, the walled city at the very northernmost part of the God Mirror Lake, the haunted, eerie Great Lake um, in the frozen north of the continent. Um, you enter a town that's in a bit of conflict. It's a it's a historically independent uh, lakeside town. Uh, the last stop before you hit the frozen tundras of the north, which are not quite frozen right now. There's a strange uh, late late winter that hasn't struck yet. Um, you find a town in conflict because a military arm has come up from the capital city far to the south um, to quote help end quote um a help that is not requested um but that's not the main pressing issue because the main pressing issue was just as you were settling down to a nice dinner 
and a few drinks at Sonny's Tavern um, in the, the downtown area, uh, you were interrupted quite rudely by a phalanx of skeletal warriors who claimed that there were intruders in their town and that they should be destroyed. You defeated these skeletal warriors, not before their commander on skeletal horseback rode back out of the city north. And you were briefly the heroes of the town, putting these creatures down. The mayor, Orleana Wintergreen. Wintergreen, is that her name? Am I going to get the mayor's name wrong? I made up this character and I don't remember her name. Recognized Boone. Boone has a little bit of a reputation in town. Um, and asked him if he could put a few people together and head out north and just take a look around, see what's going on, see if you can't bring back some clues about what might have brought these undead creatures into your your space. Um, and they they did enter violently. They killed a few guards on the way into town. Um, you went, you rested up, and we pick up the next morning. Um, tell me where you slept and where you're headed first. You know that the mayor has offered um, whatever gear you might need, horses, a guide, if you want one. Um, but where do you start your day? Um, <laughs> roll for initiative. We'll find out where everybody slept. Well. 16. 16. 18. Gavain, where do you wake up? I woke up in a room that I got at Sunny's. Um, and I woke up with one arm and one leg draped off the bed and my tail uh, twisted around the bedpost. All right. Do oh, you... upside down. So my feet are at the headboard and my, my head's at the feet. Um, where is, well, we've got two 16s. Uh, I'm going to, uh, whoever's got the higher decks. All right. I'm going to let uh, Maggie go. Okay. Uh, Maggie would have gotten a room at Sunny's as well because she really likes them and thinks they're wonderful company. She is not a morning person for all of the sunshine that she is in her day-to-day -day in the morning. She is like a sleepy little doe. So she, her curls are rumpled and she's kind of pulled on her clothes, but you barely has her eyes open. Um, and she would probably have stumbled downstairs and asked Sunny for some breakfast or whoever was working mm. at the bar already. Um, easily done. Uh, they also slide, um, I firmly believe I don't care what the world's culture is in the fantasy setting we have coffee always exists so that you yes. can definitely get that <laughs> it's canon I don't know where it comes from yet we'll figure that out later but there's coffee here so you can definitely get something to perk you up um Callus where do you head do you stay at Sunny's as well or did you head back to the camp Callus would have felt a little uh unwelcome at said Sunny's bar so she would have at some point slipped out made her way back to the barracks mm. and prior to sleeping would have gently uh, ripped or taken off the patch that's on her left arm and stowed it away in the leather journal she's been writing in right. before going to bed. And where does Boone, does Boone have an apartment? You get like a crash pad? Sleep in a warehouse? Where does Boone, where does Boone call home? 
Boone was born on the streets. Uh, Boone is going to go back at a, at a sensible late hour to his little blacksmith shop. Mm-hmm. He's going to cast a rueful and perhaps regretful eye over the uh, backlog of jobs he's got at the Cold Forge. And he's going to uh, curl up on the cot in the back after diddling on the, the loot a little while working on a song for the, for the band that really never got together. Uh, he's going to wake up about half an hour after he means to, like every single morning. He's going to miss some of the day that he wanted to have. Make himself some coffee and some eggs. Uh, and then uh, forget about the time and have to hurry on its way to uh, meet up with the others. All right. Um, the town hall, essentially, where the mayor calls home, or at least where she uh, handles her business, is easily easily found, uh, even for the out-of-towners. Um, do you convene there? Do you meet up someplace? Do you, do you reconvene at Sunny's and head over together? How do you, how do you want to proceed? Well, first, I would like to... Is there a window in my room? Sure. Yes. Um, so Gawain sleeps fully naked and he would like to go over to the window and push open the shutters, um, unabashedly and just sort of take in the sunshine fully. So Gawain has his exhibitionist moment. Yep. He's full frontal hanging by the window. Yep. Um, Roll a perception check for the people in the streets. Make it a big perception check. <laughs> With a four on the die. Oh. No one, you're, up on the, you're up on the second floor and nobody notices. Everybody's got their shit to do. They haven't noticed what, they haven't noticed the naked tiefling standing in the window upstairs. Um, so I'll also, I'll take my viol and I will tune it um, just by like plucking. So I'll just hang out naked in the window. <laughs> and I'll just pluck my viol and just tune it sort of each string uh, in sort of succession and then sort of like specific strings at each time. Um, two things. One, uh, is that what the kids are calling it these days? And the second thing is I just rolled again for another perception check on the audio to see if anybody pays you any attention and nobody seems to care that someone's tuning a viol down. That you just see the folks just open up their shops. They're throwing muck them, you know, muck out into the street. They're um they're starting their day. They don't have they don't really care. You know, whatever you're doing up there is your business. Actually, Gavain, you're actually coming to realize that that's kind of the tone here. People look out for each other, but otherwise, it's your it's their it's your business. Okay. Um, the diadem is very much um. Everybody knows what's happening that's important to the town, but they don't really bother anyone else. That's kind of the vibe. They, as long as you're not hurting anybody, they, you want to stand naked in the window, you do you. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, after I've probably taken longer than I needed to, to pluck my strings and tune my viol, I will throw my uh, black and orange tunic on and I will head down to also get some coffee. And I'm not sure if uh, Maggie is down there or if she got it delivered to her room, but. I would say you'd be down first if Maggie goes down and he starts, because just with initiative, you would probably head down um, and find, and then Maggie would come down a few minutes later. Oh, right, right, right. Um, so I, I also would have gotten some coffee and just been kind of sat at a table with my feet 
my my feet kicked up on the table with the chair rocked back onto two legs and then i'll be sipping the the cup using my tail all right um yes sunny's not there herself you think she maybe you know she did she did work she closes up the place every <laughs> night so she might not start the morning her uh, assistant cora is running the place little um auburn haired local girl um or young woman um to the other two who aren't there and do you have do you have anything to say to each other or just kind of sit there in silence and like get through the morning and get the coffee india oh if she walks down i will i will totally wave her over and be like hello Seta friend come come and sit at my table join me oh oh wow oh um yes that that sounds wonderful i just I think I need some coffee first. If oh that's yes, okay, of course. I I'll be right over. Okay. Uh, Cora, Cora, was it Cora? Yes. Cora, please. I I would like to I I would like to purchase the coffee for her, for that one. Oh, that's um, that's so sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, you brought me back to life when the skeleton tried to kill me. So it's least I can do to buy you the the nectar. Oh, oh, oh such it, great it was bean. a pleasure. Oh. And she like oh. lets out a yawn and she, her eyes are still kind of half open and like trying like, to be cheerful. <laughs> like a very Dis- Disney character-esque, right? Like, like yes. just not, not quite like your chin dragging across the floor of the bar mm-hmm. before you get there. Cora, despite being the morning manager, doesn't seem to be a morning person herself and just sort of like nods tiredly at you and you know lets you pay for for maggie's drink or breakfast and brings it over but it's not a lot of conversation this is definitely a night a night bar versus a day bar how much is Uh, it um we're talking like a silver for the two of you okay i will give her um two gold wow okay uh is that too much you seem surprised um what are you are you intentionally overpaying or are you ignorantly overpaying or naively overpaying uh are we talking about above the table or straight what up? is your what is your intent uh, I, or we can call for a role you can be you can try to deceive her um how about a performance sure yeah role performance check. 17 17 um you achieve the intent that you want is it are you being generous or are you like playing the the foreign traveler who doesn't know local customs for tipping uh that'd be that that'd be that um she'll actually kind of tell you like that's that's far more like and she sort of tries to explain like with a 17 performance with the intent of seeming like someone from who's from out of town she kind of explains that it's like 10 silver to one gold. So that's like you're overpaying by like oh. 20 times. And like, she really appreciates oh. the generosity, but she doesn't want you to accidentally like get yourself into trouble. And like, so you know, should I pay you with silver? She says silver is the total for the food. So should I give you 20 silver? Is that, is, is that? No, I, I just don't want, I mean, no? you can, if that's what you want to, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. that would be, I don't have silver, though. I only have the gold. Can I make change for you? Yes, take back. sure, sure. How, mu- how much silver would you like back from the two gold? No, no, no. Make the change, but then keep the silver. Um, she just... <laughs> she does a good faith effort to not rip you off. Like, a good faith effort. 
And then finally, she just kind of does the fuck it face. <laughs> it's like, thank you very much. That Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And, and, and you've paid her two weeks wages <laughs> for breakfast for the two of you. And she feels in her heart that she at least tried to explain the, the actual cost of the food before and gave up. You were you were insistent enough that she she you you you've won her over in terms of like okay I'm just going to take the money, okay. and um and roll a roll the two, both of you can roll a perception check for me if you want to. Ooh, that was not good. Mine either. Uh, that's a four. Okay. Uh, Peggy's uh, eyes are still closed. <laughs> this is uh, eight for me. Okay, neither of you notice that that neither of you see that she actually distributes it to the other people that are working the bar like it doesn't keep it all for herself she kind of like oh um she breaks it up but none of you none of you notice that because you're too asleep or or, or too caught up in your own business um so but, but behind behind you for the audience the camera sees her break it up and pay some <laughs> to the bar back and some to the cooks because you did just over tip by what's that two thousand percent yeah um, <laughs> Um, uh, your your name was Maggie, yes. Yes, yeah. Oh, and good, good, you, good. You were good. Let me. I'm gonna say it right. Hold on. It was Gavain. Gavain, yeah, yeah. My name is oh. Gavain Everlight. That's right. Good job. Perfect. Thank you. I'd like to good. pay attention you're to going, details. Yeah, you're you're going with us today, yeah. Yes, I am. I'm. I have to tell you a secret. I'm a little nervous. Oh, you are? Why? Well, I mean, you are all incredibly capable heroes, but I, I've never done anything like this. And I just, I, it's a little nerve wracking. No, that's okay. Yeah, I, you know, it's fine. Everybody has a first time. And sometimes your first time can be scary and you're not sure what to do. And sometimes you're not sure where to poke the thing, but you can always just poke it anywhere you want. Sometimes you even get to make your own hole, but it's fine. You learn by Damn making it. mistakes. Oh. oh my God, you're killing me. I just, this is why pod, I wish podcasts could pick up face palms. Cause I think I just, I just stepped off camera mentally. I don't know if I did physically, but I was gone for a minute. That was going, going just set off my anxiety so deep. Um, oh, God. All right. As this Maggie is happening, just very earnestly nod and say, "That's excellent advice." And she pulls out her notebook and just starts taking notes. Sometimes I'm very your glad you're home. coming with us because I, you, I think you saved my life. You brought me back well, when the skeleton person he knocked me down and it hurt. Well, I I was happy to help. I had to do something. Yes. Well, that's very good. I'm very glad you're coming. As this is happening, <laughs> we'll say, Callus, uh, you rolled higher with initiative. You'd probably get there first. And then Boone, because you had fully said you were running late anyway, you'd get there second. Um, do you go pick up your comrades at Sun Sunny's or do you go straight to the mayor's office? Um, she would go to Sunny's knowing her brother. Yeah, you, you walk in and find your brother having a very awkward conversation with this tiny little satyr. You, you, you um, I, walk in on sometimes you can make your own hole. <laughs> That's the moment you walk through the bar. Uh, oh, 
Callus. Hello. Um, good morning. Hey. How are you? you? All right. How? What were you just talking? Oh, about? we were talking. She wasn't sure about what to do sometimes, so I was trying to explain her the process of where mm. you stick, uh, you know, your pointy parts. Oh. Do you want some coffee? Yes, I very good. Yeah, Cora! I definitely need them. <laughs> um, Cora, can we get another coffee, please? Yeah, Cora drops off a coffee, does not charge you for it. I will give her two gold. Oh, God. What? <laughs> she leaves the gold on the table. Cora! To see if it, I mean, if it's there later, she'll pick it up, but she's not picking up another two gold for a cup of coffee. And at this um, point, we'll say Boone is coming through the saloon doors. So coffee costs two gold here. Well, yeah, technically it's 20 silver, but I don't have any silver. <laughs> they, they didn't make you change. Callus, roll a perception check for me. And that will be a seven. You don't notice. Once again, the camera catches this and you don't. Is Cora behind the bar making hand gestures? Like, trying to like, like there's like hand gestures of like trying to like signal to you like this this is a problem that they are trying to solve but it's happening and you're not looking like, you're looking at your brother and not looking at her at all and boone uh, you walk in and you see cora like desperately signaling and nobody nobody is paying any attention to her uh, okay i'm gonna uh can i inside check just to yes. see if i can pick up the vibe absolutely this is gonna go great <laughs> rolling great tonight <laughs> Single digits? No, a 10. A 10? Oh. It's enough. You know what? A 10 is enough that you 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 see Cora is signaling something and being ignored. Okay. And and, and it's the it's the newcomer's town that she's kind of like, yeah. Like trying. she's okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna walk uh walk in and loudly say, Cora, can I go to uh, copy that good coffee there? Um, so she, the relief, the palpable relief of seeing a townie Cora, on her face. You can put that on my tab. It's a, this one's okay. Okay, yeah. that's all covered. I'll put another uh, two gold on the table. Oh god, <laughs> how do you have more than? Are you bankrupting <laughs> your level two character right now to, for, on a on a gag? Okay, um, this is great. <laughs> um. Wait, so, so he he's got my coffee covered. Yeah, she she he, she gestures at him like, and she makes like a like, he's got it, and then she brings okay. a cup of coffee. <laughs> Great, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, clump over uh, and try to try to sort of swallow down the nerves and nausea, um, of of like, oh shit, we're supposed to go out of town to chase a what? With who that I agreed to last night in the adrenaline of battle? Um, morning, folks. Um, how's your first night in the beautiful town of town of Dido? It was fantastic. Very breezy in the morning. I loved it. Oh, oh I haven't gotten to see much more than sunny so far, but the coffee is excellent. Yeah, the coffee is fantastic. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty good here. 
I'm gonna give you all like kind of a, like a, a look. Um, like I, Boone definitely at this point feels like he, there's a joke that he's not in on, and he's not <laughs> sure who it's on. Um, Did you not stay here? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. What what was your name again? Jesus. I hold out a, a big hand. Um, Boone. Boone. Yeah. Again, you were. Gavain. Gavain Everlight. Gavain Everlight. It's such yeah. a, it's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, honestly, I don't get to talk to a lot of people that aren't from like town. So no, I don't talk to a lot of people that I don't know a little bit. So this is kind of a treat. I got to be honest. Um, and uh, one more time. Uh, you were, uh, is it Callus? Yes, I'm, yep, I'm Callus, yeah. All right, and Maggie, right? Maggie the, Maggie the Seder. Yeah, that's me. And you're Sir Boone. Yeah, uh, there's Sir no Boone, sir to he's that. a knight. No, I am not. Uh, well, I but am the mayor a... said you were. Nope, I'm a shitty blacksmith and a guy who uh, is a little bigger than some people and willing to hit things sometimes if needs be. Uh, please, please don't call me a knight again. That's actually shockingly uncomfortable. I did not realize that. Uh, <coughs> can we go? How about we go to the mayor's house, pick up our stuff, and uh, sure, get on with the day that we agreed we were going to have, right? So you're you're from here, yes? Yeah. Oh, and you're not. Well, uh, we established that oh, very well. That okay. A, I mean, is that conversation a, a good? Problem? Yeah. No, oh god, no problem at all. It's just that um, I gotta be honest with you. Like, most of the people that come visit here are here to come and go. Traders, merchants, um, folks from the from the military. They rotate in and out, but um. I got to level with you. I cannot exactly get a read on three of you and what it is that brought you to Diadem, which is a pretty good town. Um, so I, 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 he caught me on a morning with not enough coffee. I'm not sure what to make y'all. Oh, you honest. should definitely have someone to coffee. It's very good. Uh, I, I hold up my mug and I was like theatrically just like chug half of it. Good, right? That was very hot. Are you okay? Yeah. I'm a okay. blacksmith, man. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. All right. That's yeah. fine. I like hot stuff. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, I came here because I am trying to experience life and uh, open up my world and see new things and share my music with people and meet new people and just overall uh broaden my spirit inside oh that's what they're calling it <laughs> well good to know you're get, still playing with that i get the that impression you two know each other what's are you two uh oh your siblings yeah it's true he's my big brother that's right wow did you like Make and then a plan she pats to meet up him here? on the head. Pardon? And did you make? Did you plan to meet up here? Like, like, uh, off the question? No, no. Uh, we just found each other, two souls, 
Yeah, we haven't seen each other in years. No, we really haven't. Like a really long time. Christmas, like a few. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's about right. Like five years ago, maybe. Oh, I was going to say seven. Do you think it was seven? Oh, maybe. Felt like it. When it felt like it. Yeah. I mean, I felt like I wanted the it to kitchen be a was on longer, fire, but you know, I don't know. It was, it was a time. Yeah, I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, I don't even remember saying goodbye to you the last time, right? No. Well, you were also drunk and naked and running around the yard. Oh yeah, that's with the fiddle. That's right. Mm. Is that why I woke up in the bush? As you were very knee deep in bush. Oh, Miranda. Uh, did. Uh, they have a thing that they say up here, uh, phrasing. Do they have that where you're from? Sorry, um, is uh, phrasing. Is, are we supposed to be, you know? I'm not very, sure I know what uh, phrasing Puritist is. when it comes to our phrasing. We should be no, more. Shit. No, it's just funny. So gentle, gentle. Um, Maggie, roll me a perception check real quick <laughs> while this bizarre Thank conversation you. is happening. <laughs> Oh, she actually did pretty good. Uh, that's a 17. You overhear while this, whatever this is, is happening. From the kitchen, you hear Cora talking to one of the cooks. And the one line you hear is, I tried to teach him math, but I think his brains are in his abs. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, and then you just hear, boom, 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 like it becomes murmured after that, but you hear clear as day. Because you're the only one, you're like, you get your back closest. I try to teach him math. I think his brains is in his abs. I love it. <laughs> Maggie would like very discreetly try to peek and see if she could notice said abs. <laughs> <laughs> Roll another perception check. <laughs> Insight check. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, that's only a four. Sorry. I got yeah, a natural it, 19. Do I see her checking out my abs? <laughs> natural She's 19 trying to be discreet. Insight She's check? like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very obviously eyes like to tell me yeah you look over and going i'll let you decide why you think she, but you kind of look over and she's staring at your belly for some reason i pull up my shirt no okay <laughs> oh my god folks Maggie this is turn uh, bright red and just like go back into her notebook <laughs> and just <laughs> So, so 20 uh, episodes in and we finally achieved uh what every single DD campaign does which is not make it out of the bar and then probably try to get a horse drunk right this yeah. is where we're at right now you're not leaving the bar there's no, a map sure. on, there's a map waiting and you're not gonna get out of the bar um right, so you can continue to check out each other's abs and explain math to each other or you can head out it's up to you i'm happy to keep mm-hmm. arbitrage uh well, luckily Boone, the drinking Boone the has uh Boone has plot armor on <laughs> <laughs> um no Boone would definitely be conscious of not wanting to keep the mayor waiting so right. he's gonna try to um not look oh, sorry Boone's redirect so he's just gonna say listen we gotta go um mayor mayor's waiting there's a scout we're supposed to go up north and yeah. um I've actually not really left the town walls much, so it's going to be four of us and a scout all experiencing something for pretty much the first time, and I cannot personally wait for that. Do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I, that's why we all gathered. I, I take it. Yeah, this is very exciting. I'm so, I'm so into it. You don't have your fiddle with you, do you? you... Yeah, 
Right. No, no, put it That's away. That's the thing on my back. Yeah, no, you're not going to need it. <laughs> no. No, no. What if somebody wants to hear my music? What if you play your music and something hears it and we don't want it to hear it? But who wouldn't want to hear my music? I mean, there's plenty of people. I can name like five. Oh, that's very fucking rude. (laughs) (laughs) Maggie would like snap her little notebook closed and say, oh, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. (laughs) Maggie and Boone becoming the the chaperones for this. All I do is walk behind Kalis just strumming my viol. Um, if she had a tail she would slap you (laughs) so you head over to um, the town hall it's a two and a half story structure it's not particularly tall but there's a second story and then there's sort of like an art like a A A-frame kind of at the top Um, it's a lot of the town business happens here licensing um, any sort of disputes over property or anything like that happens in here um, Orleana is in her office, um, looking like she was expecting you, uh, because she knew you were heading out this morning. Um, and, uh, she'll ask you if you need anything before you head out. She'll tell you that there are a couple of scouts that are willing to volunteer and she didn't want to saddle you with one that you didn't want. So you can head over on your way out of town. There's a hunter's lodge, you know, sort of like the scouts where the scouts hang out where the different um folks that do hunting north of the of um the city walls are um it's just stop by there and you know whoever whoever's personality clicks with you, you the, you've got there's four of them that are available that haven't left the town to go hunting yet today one of them would be happy to go with you um asks if you need horses if you need rations or anything like that um uh if you're if there's any gear that you're missing uh, is there anything that any of you would be looking for in terms of the basics and do you want to go on foot or do you want to ride well uh you know we don't know how far they went you know if we go on horse it'll be more ground to cover they figure uh, horses are going to bring you more attention but you'll be able to cover more ground you'll be able to be subtler but maybe not be able to range as far without them so it's up to you how you want to how you want to proceed i mean he probably has a pretty good head start on us, yeah? And he was horseback. Yes, he's mm-hmm. on back. Maybe we could take the horses to a certain distance and then try to sneak in to find them further? Yeah, maybe we can uh, track the trail with the scout and then dismount from there. That would be a, a good plan. I mean, I don't do this a whole lot, but that's what I would do. Here's a serious question for everybody. Three of you are from out of town. One of you has just said outright that you haven't left town all that much. And Diadem's the kind of busy place, but you don't ever really have to. You just live there. You don't have to go ranging at all. How much research would the other three have done before you got here, if any? And Boone, how much would you have paid attention to what happens outside of the walls? Um, or is it something that isn't really of interest to you because you you work in town, you don't need to go anywhere. So, so like, how, how, how much how much have you, would any of you have done to learn about what so, goes on? I can answer for Boone pretty easily because I've thought about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boone's actually kind of a reader. Okay. And he has a lot of interest in what's outside of Diadem. It's just he's felt uh, like there's always something to do. So he hasn't really gone, but he's mm-hmm. listened to the stories 
he's taking him seriously, even if they're not true. And uh, he's, you know, read what he can about the region. Um, yeah, I'll give you a history check with advantage. And anybody else, did anybody else do any research before you leave? Maggie would have, but okay. it probably would have been more stories, but I'm sure, you know, she also is an avid reader and collector mm -hmm. of information, so. And Callis would have uh, given her military connections. All right. And if uh, Gwen do anything. also would have been given some information. All right, so I'll have everybody else roll just a regular history check, Boone, because you're local. You'll get the advantage. Okay. You sucker, I'm proficient. 17. 17. From uh, 12 from Maggie. These dice are the devil. Um, <laughs> that would be a six. Oh, jeez. Okay. 13 for gold. Military has bad info. <laughs> That's actually how we're going to play into it. Um, so we'll start from the bottom with the six. Uh, you know, frozen north, lots of flat land. Um, uh, in the words of the folks that gave you the information back home with that six, um, uh, anybody that you encounter north of the city is probably not particularly, quote, civilized or intelligent. Um, uh, giants roaming nomadic bands of elves. Um, uh, but just that basically what you're told is that there is um, a lot of flatlands tundra-like, not a lot of dense forests. There are some forests up there and that it's cold and that a lot of tre treasure hunters go up there and don't come back. That's what you've got. Uh, 12 and 13, a little better. Um, you know that there's, there is sort of a culture of treasure hunting that goes north because there used to be more up there before the, the tundra, kind of before like the, the glaciers and everything kind of brought the cold closer to the lake. Um, you know, there's a lot of wildlife, much like, you know, oh, it's cold. It's like a frozen desert, but there's a lot of stuff up there. So, you know, it can be dangerous um, and you want to take care, but you don't have a lot of details. In 12 or 13, you know, the kind of the basics, you know, like um, polar bears, frost giants and frostbite, you know, um, Boone with a 17. Um, you've read about there being civilizations is probably a stretch but settlements that are up there somewhere that may or may not still be there um, because as the colds and as the, 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 the glaciers moved south, um, it just, the landscape changed and people moved south to get away from the bad weather. Um, you know that the town has good relationships actually with the elves and orcs that are up there. Um, there's, they don't have settlements. They, they're both are nomadic. So you're not likely to find like a city of either one of them, but you might see groups of them up there, and that neither are necessarily an immediate threat. Um, you can probably talk to them, um, and you know things that <laughs> there's a lot of um, the sort of things you'd expect: the polar bears and the wolves, and etc. And then there's weird shit. Um, so there's a lot of danger up there. Uh, that's part of the reason why a lot of people don't go. Uh, it's just because it's flat out dangerous. And, and there is sort of, and you've run into some of these folks that come up from down south who do go up there looking for these lost buildings or lost towers or lost structures or whatever. You know, the, 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 there's rumors of things being buried up there that are worth taking. So a lot of people go up there and don't come back because they don't take the rest of it seriously. Um, 
and all of you all, at least all of you would know like you're not talking about there are mountains but you can kind of range for a while on some pretty flat ground uh, you could travel by foot or by horse pretty easily before you hit eventually it turns into crazy you know uh craggy mountain mountainous regions that get hard to navigate but you probably can go a couple of days travel before it it would be too dangerous for a horse And of course, you know, he left on one dead that it may be. And we know which way it went, right? Um, yeah, the, some of the town guards saw him leave the same way they came in. They came through the north gate. There's the three gates and then the lake on the south. So um, he left through the north gate. I mean, we could also ask the scout what, what they might think. Yeah, so, the best course of action. So uh, let's meet a scout then. Um, you and it's pretty the, the, the town is it's essentially a very messy concentric circle like it's the, the roads tend to run in rings instead of a grid um, but you know if you, if you head north you'll eventually find that main road that leads up to the gate um, you see a lot of what you saw before the very kind of hodgepodge locals you see some groups of the wardens soldiers roaming around um, they seem to be there during the day and then return to the barracks at night um, just to kind of keep the peace. Um, and then there's the the Hunter's Lodge on the way out of town, which is um, it is a building where people who are crazy enough to go alone into the tundra keep their stuff. <laughs> you know, you got to be, you got to have a little bit of a lack of self-preservation to do this um like hanging over the door is uh what looks like the desiccated skull of a bug lizard that's roughly three feet across uh long dead um it's actually got that whole thing like you know the uncared for uh um taxidermy creatures where like the skin starts to peel off in bad ways like it's the, the, the for some reason they decided storing it out on over the front door was cool and they didn't weatherproof it um there's shaggy ponies one the chunkiest riding goat you've ever seen um is out there um uh actually more of a more of a ram than a goat to be honest um there's a yeah, so, and a couple of horses that are kind of in a pen, you know, in a the stable to one side. Um, and if you walk in, there's no nobody guarding the door. Um, there's a fire going, and there's four folks inside the hunter's lodge when you get there. Um, snoozing with his feet up by the fire is uh, sort of an auburn bearded dwarf with his hat down over his eyes. Yeah, his arms cross he's got a um very functional axe kind of resting against the chair um huddled in one corner is a small clearly a hunter you know like at the leather armor and like the but whoever it is has their hood up and you can't quite see what they are small halfling size maybe a little bigger smaller than maggie um uh and he seems to be kind of sharpening a, a knife. Uh, there's a this rangy blonde woman with hair that goes well past her butt um, in a very, like a thick braid. It's like this huge long, like you're wondering how her neck is supporting the weight. 
um, who is uh, finishing up her breakfast. And then right by this sort of, right by the front door is this little um, red haired freckled half elf with a hat with a feather in it. And uh, right when you walk in, she goes, oh, hey y'all. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, hey. Hi there. How y'all doing? We are very well. How are you? I'm just Good. fine. I'm just fine. Are you, the, are you the folks that the mayors might be coming by? We are. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's, I did not expect a bunch of out-of-towners. Hi, Boone. Hey. Yes. Boone, roll, roll, roll an insight check. This is Boone. My name is Gavain uh, Everlight. Insight 21. You have no idea who this person is. Like this is like you don't know how this yeah. how this girl knows your name. Like this is like yeah. Like, this is what the, um, uh, and and as as she's talking, the other the others all kind of pay attention to you and kind of like hop on over. The one that you couldn't tell what they were before pulls his hood back, and um, it's a a green humanoid frog. Um. And uh, so the half elf goes, uh, well, yeah, I know you're looking off, looking for a volunteer to go go up in the tundra with you. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of, you know, all, all of us were going to be heading out there in a couple of days anyway. So I figured one of us, but, you know, uh, the mayor said she didn't want to tell her, tell you which one of us you had to take. Um, I'm Andrew Lee, by the way. Hunter extraordinaire. That there is uh, Tim Rick. And she points over at the frogman. Tim Rick? Tim Rec. Uh old grumpy guy over there. That that that's that's Corgrush. And he grunts at you and then um finally points at um the the blonde woman says who was and I am Astrid. What was the um the red haired freckled? Uh Andrew Lee. Andrew Lee. Two words. Andra and then L E E. L E E, yep. And okay. Andrew Lee. Um so uh um did uh did the mayor tell you anything about what it is we're going looking for? Um the dwarf kind of clears his throat and says, um I understand it was these undeads that came through and killed several guards last night. Yeah. Uh, yep. That sounds about right. Yeah. The um, you know, the captain showed actually really poor unit discipline, and as soon as trouble started, he ran off on a skeletal horse. So we're chasing a skeletal coward on a skeleton horse. So I personally am curious which one of you four has the most experience tracking um dead cowards on horseback. Um. <laughs> The uh, the blonde woman uh, answers goes, well, the good thing is, dead horse, living horse, same type of tracks. We know what we're looking for. Who's don't don't change shape when they die. Um, and uh, Korgresh, the dwarf says, um, you go north of the wall. You're going to find dead dead things walking. Is very common. All of us have dealt with them. 
tracking okay. them is interesting because they leave same footprints as, as as living things. You know, they wear boots. Wolves do not wear boots. Bears, no boots. Skeletons often have boots. Okay, this is all good information. Bears, no boots. Got it. I mean, maybe there is bears with boots. I have not found one myself. Uh, maybe okay. a druid? That's smart. Um, <laughs> good job, sister. And um, all right. <laughs> and you, you, uh, Timrek, Timrek, was it? Yes. Yes. How, how are you? How are you doing? How was your day? Um, day was gonna go all right. Yeah. Um, planning on going out and finding. I was gonna go on a boar hunt. Oh. But uh, this could be a good way to spend my day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. What about you? You you had any luck, you know, tracking undead horses or undead, you know, soldiers? Well, back like home, back home, we had quite a few undead things, uh-huh. you know. So you know, got got used to like avoiding the problems that go along with them. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you would you say that your skill set matches what we're looking for in a guide today? Yup. Okay. Oh, I'm good okay. with an I'm good in a knife fight. Oh, a knife fight. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's good. What kind of um what kind of other weapons are you good with? Um well we're all good with the bow. Mm-hmm. You know, we're all mm-hmm. good with tracking. Um Horagrush over there, he's really good with the in the mountains. Yeah. I'm good with adult things. Yes, but you're better with the mountains. Okay. I okay. I tend to stay lakeside myself. Like the water. Water's good. Sure, that okay. makes sense. You're yeah. you're 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 a frog person. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Oh my god. Which one of you um which one of you tends to be the least talkative? <laughs> <laughs> All um, three of them immediately. Look at Astrid, who is standing there, arms folded. Um, she has like Viking style tattoos that come all the way up her neck to her chin. Her face is untattooed, but like the tattoos go all the way, come out of the collar of her shirt all the way up to the to the to her chin. Um, uh, she got a, a bow and arrow, uh, like a um, looks like a short sword at one hip. Um, uh kind of an archer's build you know like the 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 broad shouldered and lean tall um and she says i do not like to talk much i like to hunt hey conversation is for, um, for other people yeah um <laughs> i'm kind of getting the impression here gavain that um you can talk enough for any six people if you want to Oh, thank you very uh, much. That was very nice of you to say. I mean, well, he's always been very charismatic. Your gift for uh, your gift for I think the word is persiflage is uh, something I've not really seen a lot. Uh, it's quite a thing. But but um, maybe maybe let's take a guide who can uh, offset that tendency and tend us towards you know uh, shutting the fuck up uh, when need be. 
Uh, and, okay, and so Andrew also, Lee, are you a good? Uh, are you are you a quiet person? Um, or oh, oh yeah, I'm I'm really I, I don't like to talk much at all. I, I mean I really you know okay I, that's a lot. I like to talk a lot, but I actually um but well, you know when you like need when one. I need to be quiet, kinda, I'm pretty good at being quiet. You know because you got to be quiet when you're hunting. You know. Yeah. Yeah, see, you have you know, to be quiet I, when I you're can, hunting. I can, she said know? it out loud. You have to be quiet when you're hunting. I think you that's do. You got, you got to, you got to know when to hold them and when to fold them. You know, that's trick. Andrew, do you have references for your other prior guide shots? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if that's kind of a thing up here. With, I mean, mostly oh. we do work by word of mouth. You know. Sure, sure. I mean, it's, it's not a, a requirement thing. for the position. You, I was and just cor- curious. And Corkers, cor- 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 the uh, Corkers. I am very good at shutting other people up if that is part of the job. And he's looking, um, he looks to Boone and then he looks to Gawain. <laughs> then he looks to Boone no, and then he looks no, no, to Gawain. No, 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 it's, it's no. Not, it's not that kind of job. All of us need to come back. I'm just saying. Um, uh, yeah, that'd be very uh, not not something that's going to be ex- in your job. Excellent way to make someone be quiet. You push off Cliff. Hmm. Oh, that that seems a little. Callus just like folds her arms across her chest and looks at him. Is loud like, on really? the way down, then very mm. quiet. Yes, it can be. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. yeah I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know about mm-hmm. that. I don't. I at don't least think I like this one. I don't. I think. No, I don't. Well, think folks, I don't think that's a good. I way. mean, it's not you. It's us. Clearly, you know, you seem great, but you know, I just think for the right fit. That's not what we are going for with this position. I have an idea. <laughs> That'd be right. a no. Here it is. Oh, you don't even go there. Okay. There's a whole oh, list. I've went I can to bring that, up. sister. Oh, yeah. I've went there's to a there whole and list. I camped out there. I put up a tent there. I built a fucking house there. That's where I went. What was your idea? I was going to say that <laughs> you. Who? And then she just frowns at Gavain. Uh, you, you, me? you, yes, Maggie, me? you can make it. No, you're done making decisions. What? Maggie, you can choose who's going to go with us. Oh, That's oh what I'm dear. thinking. Oh, I haven't um, even gotten to make one decision. Seconded. What? <laughs> so, okay, Maggie, <laughs> Maggie, you look over and, you, and, and so you've got this array of hunters in front of you. You have the smiling, freckles, ch- chipper, half-elf, um, Temric is the only one to kind of your size giant pools of gentle eyes looking at you the big dark circled <laughs> eyes um you get it's like this like this you can see the gray streaks in in the dwarf's beard um sort of like the grizzled old hunter and then there's this tall drink of water um with the long braid uh huntress um, standing there with her arms crossed, looking efficient. Gawain's tail is making an arrow towards Andrew Lee. Maggie looks around and she pulls out her notebook that she's <laughs> been making notes in and quickly consults all of her notes. Well, I have to be honest, you all seem quite lovely and very well qualified for this. Um, um, but just judging from my companions, I think Perhaps there might be a preference among the group for um, Miss Andra Lee. Callus <laughs> uh, um. will let out like a <laughs> like a half laugh, like one of those like exhale through the nose chuckle, 
and look over at Boone. Um, but that being said, I, I also trust our local and um, he seems drawn to Astrid. So, um, and you see her just like the wheels are spinning and she's feeling a lot of pressure and she doesn't want anyone to be mad at her because she's feel already oh, feels very inadequate in the group. Wrong. And she will uh, look and in her head quickly does an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. And <laughs> she's going to go with... Roll the die. Roll for it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we'll do... Okay. Odds, oh, that's Andrew Lee. <laughs> Andrew Lee, we're going with Andrew Lee. <laughs> Welcome to the, the group. She oh my God, this is such a good decision. I'm so glad that you made this choice of your own fruition without any swaying or biased. This was such a good choice. And he's going to like shake her hand like, Andrew Lee, congratulations. Welcome to the group. I'm so, I, I, I promise I'm going to be, I can be quiet as a mouse. I will be dead silent. I will not overstep my bounds. I am an excellent tracker. I'll help you find this undead guy. It'll be great. Perfect. We're going to get along so fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fantastic. I promise. That sounds great. Nope. Let me Welcome get my stuff. Group. Um, <laughs> so she's got her little, it's, it's like an army surplus hat meets a Errol Flynn. Um, robin hood cap that kind of covers the tips of her pointed elf ears um and uh she grabs her her, her her pack and ties her boots and proudly starts to head for the door and says we'll leave right now or do you, do you need anything else before we head out i think we wanted a little advice um we weren't quite certain whether we should take horses or not and we were going to make a decision but then we realized asking our guide would probably be the most educated thing to do um i'm right behind uh i'm right behind maggie giving her uh like the silent bob like mm -hmm. big point and nod like yeah that um she's that well normally if i if i, I would recommend some horses if you're going to cover a lot of ground but we also i'm thinking you want to be able to sneak up on this guy right most and, likely and and I, I gotta be honest with you um horses are a lot like food for a lot of things out there so they might draw more attention if you wanted to keep things kind of low-key if we need to move fast we get like if you got to pick up some ground then sure but they add an they add an extra situation in terms of like you know mm. predators and stuff um and and, I... and she leans in conspiratorially and she goes and, and it kind of makes me sad when they get eaten Oh, that you sounds know, terrible. But you does know, that happen a lot. Well, that's why I don't bring them. But it does happen on occasion with you know the bigger predators out there because apparently horses are delicious for some of them. All right. Well, since you're suggesting <laughs> that we don't, then we shouldn't. Okay, let's roll an intimidation check. <laughs> Based purely on your tone. Uh, that's a seven. Doesn't even pick up on it. She rolled like Once she again, doesn't she even. She was actually trying yeah. to flirt. <laughs> I mean, this is how I normally sound. <laughs> um, I don't know if we leave, if you want to leave right now, we can just you know. But uh, I mean, there are horses if we need them. But it's it's personally, um, I I think I can get you moving fast. 
All Listen, right. Miss Miss Lee, uh, Miss Andrew Lee, I think that yeah, getting moving now is in our best interest on account of um, the uh, <clears throat> the gentleman on horseback said something about alerting his brother or brothers. So I feel a little guilty having slept at night. So personally, I'd love to get moving. Well, on the upside. If you already found his brothers, it'll be easier to find them because they'll be coming right at us. Was that meant you to be um, reassuring? So positive. Um, she, I think she was, she'll lean into Cal's and say, I think she was an excellent choice. She's got a great positive attitude, don't you think? <laughs> yes, you chose wisely. Thank you. <laughs> Wayne's talking to the bartender. Um, so I was just wondering if you had like a local drink or like there's a delicacy. No, it's just the four of them in there. Are you talking to the frog? Like, what are you? Yes. This isn't like the veterans lodge. This is where they, this is, <laughs> this is the early where they hang out and keep their stuff. This is yeah, a bar. Yeah. Okay. Then Gavain, I'm talking what are you to the doing? <laughs> Will? Like a special cocktail or something like that. Well, um, are you trying to get fucked up? No, no, no. We're I just, just trying to stay warm. Experience local culture. Yeah, Timrek, uh, give him some of the malort. Oh, the 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 buffalo stuff. Yeah, sure. Ooh. This sounds um, very exciting. Alice is going to lean over to Boone and say, "Like, how fucked up are we talking here?" Um, if he can keep it down, kind of buzzed. Um, so it's going to be entertaining. Um, pulls out a jug of you think at first the jug is like a white porcelain but then you notice it's clear at the top then when he uncorks it you realize that's because it's dairy it is clear and you can see this white viscous alcohol in the jug uh, he pours it out into a shot glass for you it is thick <laughs> it it doesn't glug doesn't look chunky ish yeah, but that. it is it is dense it kind of pours out like like chocolate syrup like hershey's chocolate syrup when you put you know what i mean like he's got his kind of he's got to kind of oh. shake it a little bit wow um i am so excited for this thank you very much how much do i owe you Oh, no, no, this is for, you know, sometimes when you just need a little pick-me-up before you go out in the cold, although it's not that cold right now. So, Are but you this sure might just... you, don't, you don't want any of the, the coinage for this? No, no, we're good, we're good. This is a hunter's, this is a hunter's thank you. It's like, it's like a ritual we do. You know, you have a little drink before you head out. It's a ritual? Like, like a cultural experience that you do all the time? At this point, you actually hear Astrid sigh. Uh, <laughs> um, I am so, over... so happy to be a part of this. And he'll just oh take the, the glass and just chuck it. Roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. Meanwhile, Boone is leaning over uh, just kind of not sure what's going on to Callus. He says, um, I'm having a hard time not fucking with your brother, and I feel kind of bad about it. Don't feel bad. He's been fucking with me for years. 
was that Colin I think save, Colin? I'm going to still feel bad about it, but okay. 18. 18? Um, it's milk. You don't know from what. You can probably guess, given that he said the buffalo stuff, you know what it came from. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it takes a journey from the glass to your mouth and then down your throat. Like, it doesn't just flow the way you want to drink to. But not in a nice way like a milkshake does. Like, like you got to kind of work to swallow it. You know what I mean? Like, it's dense. And it burns the oh. whole way down. Like, 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 like booze would. And... It's this is um oh this is very interesting yeah this is and very the, um eye-opening and he goes it's tradition you gotta lick the glass get it all out because you notice it's still coated the glass sure sure you should I do want... yep like it real good I alice lick it. is looking at this with absolute like disgust <laughs> yeah you gotta kinda... all the way down to the bottom there dude yeah, you gotta, it's a shot glass. So you can kind of. Am I? Am I looking? Uh, uh, yeah, that's exactly like a, it. Is it Garfield that does the thing where he licks the pie off his face? Which or is that? Yeah, Odie. You know what I mean. You gotta yeah, kind of. You kind of get. But um, yeah, it is. If like a sixty-proof Irish cream. Wow. Jeepers cripes. Um, yeah, it's not good, but it you feeling but you feel warm. This uh, was a fantastic experience. I love it very, very much. And I'll give him two good. Oh my god. Boone's <laughs> gonna create a minor illusion of Gavain with his tongue deep in the glass. <laughs> mm. This was you, buddy. Um, <laughs> you, you're absolutely, uh, you're going full native here. Much respect. Ooh, are my horns really that long? I call some like a season, buddy. <laughs> Shall we go? I feel like I'm ready now. I have Please, for God's sake, the can we get on the hunter experience? <laughs> yes. Uh, why, you got a little bit right here, though. Oh, right uh, on the corner of your mouth. Yeah, right on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, other side. Oh. Miranda. Right. <laughs> the, the minor illusion updates with uh, Gavin's tongue, like exploring his face. <laughs> oh God, um, Andrew Lee is like kind of hopping, like a little bit, like a little kid. Like, you ready to go? You ready to go? You ready to go? We going? Yes, the way. Going. All right, please and please go. And, and she hops out, and it is. Well, it's probably not too early in the day for this kind of behavior, given how long it took to get out of the bar um, in the first place. Uh, and she starts heading. You're only like you can actually see the gate north from here. Um, they open it for you. They, they recognize her. She tips her cap. Um, you see a couple of the guards look at the rest of you like. Questionable choice. Um like there's kind of a you know a little eyebrow raise, but they let you out anyway. And you find yourself exiting for some of you 
the north of the city for the first time. Um, you see mountains far off in the distance. It's a relatively clear day. It's, it's always slightly overcast, but even on an overcast day, you can see pretty far. Um, the lake is behind you, so and the city kind of blocks the wind. So it's actually less, like that chill wind off the lake is actually less up here. Um, but the expanse of where you're headed is a little bit intimidating. You know, like you can see crags to one side and then kind of, and then there's that sort of fog of war because you it's so flat and empty in some ways that you don't actually, it just kind of turns into like mist uh, off in the distance. Um, you do see like dotted forested areas kind of off in the distance, but there's sort of this, it's weird. It's, you actually get the impression that this is sort of by design that they could see something coming for this from the city from the north for a couple of miles before it got there. Um, so there isn't like wooded area right there out the gate. You've got to walk for a bit. Um, and Andrew Lee immediately begins explaining like, oh, well, there's, you know, we go over there and we're going deer hunting, you know, or caribou. You know, they can't tend to stick to the forest areas. Um, up there's the mountains. That's kind of Corgrush's area. But, you know, he does his thing. Um, uh, you know, and, and she's rambling a little bit. Um, and one of the things she says on the way, I was like, hey, you know, it's, it's funny because a lot of like, you know, that was, should be snowy by now is not. And a lot, there's actually less snow now than there was like, you know, normally this time of year last year. And we're finding like stuff like, like, like uh, weird rocks, like sticking up out of the ground that we didn't see before. You know what I mean? It's very, it's very weird. Like there's a lot of stuff out there. Um, weird rocks. What did the rocks Yeah. Like, 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 uh, like shaped rocks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh. You know, like instead of it just being like a rock, it's like, oh, that looks like a really big brick. Oh, I mean, you like mean sometimes like... I look at the clouds and they look like things. Is it like that? You're so weird. Yeah, I like you. You're great. No, oh, they don't I like look you like too. clouds. That's no. so nice. No, like no, ruins, no. maybe. Like build, yeah, you know, like buildings, but like Build. just like bits of them. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah, that's... it was finding all sorts of weird stuff out there lately. Is it? And that's been happening since the thaw? Uh, over the past, you know, like, usually we have the thaw during the summer. And then we get clobbered for like nine months out of the year where it's just all frozen. Um, but the thaw was a little bit better th this year. Like, we actually had some easier hunting times because we weren't like, you know, we could start earlier in, in season. And then, um, and we tried to stock up because, you know, oh, here comes winter. And then it just never came. So it's, it's weird. It's, it's, um. And Boone, you know, it kind of feels like it feels like October, and it should feel like December, like that kind of a weather shift. You know, like it's it's, yeah, it's it not great. warm, not warm, not pleasant, but compared to what it usually is, it's actually um he can get around without like bundling up and wearing like sealskin mittens, that kind of stuff. Have um, you um have you had anybody come this way lately? I mean, any out of towners? Uh. Yeah, I mean, people go up north all the time. Um, we said there was that we had a we had a whole group of gnomes, and they they came back, and they must have saw something because they didn't talk to anybody. They came back, they packed up all their stuff, and they went back down south again. Hmm. Like they they went up and they were like all dancing like hi ho hi ho like they had like you know like digging gear and stuff like they're having a great time, and then they came back and they're like f this we're not going back. So they like I, I, but. I, I kind of wanted to talk to them and then, but they seemed like they were spooked. 
How long ago was that? Uh, uh, that was during the summer. Oh. Has there been any um, of those those uh, wardens going this way? Oh, it's, yeah, the old sorted boys? Yeah. Yeah, there was a, a group that went. I don't really keep track because they don't use they don't come into town. They stay on the outskirts there in their little little tent city thing. But um they uh they send people up north all the time. Really? Yeah. They send Do little scout come parties. back. I think so. This I can't really it's the it's the uniforms, you know, like everybody's everybody wear I don't understand. Everybody's wearing the same colors and the same shirt and like how yeah. can I tell them apart? I mean those and, uniforms and it, are so stupid looking. And, and then and the helmets, I, Kalis. you get the helmets, can't see the faces. So, yeah, I can't tell. Hmm. They do come back with fewer horses. I know that much. Um, they're not they have... really wearing uniforms in town, though. No, but, you know, the ones that leave, they, they, they put on their Sunday best, I guess. Ender Lee, um, it seems like a pretty open space after the city. Yeah, like a good eye line to see things. Yeah, until the, I mean, once you get up a little bit where the part of, so part of the thing you're going to run into right now is we're having a good clear day, but yeah. this weird weather has made it like the fog is kind of becoming a problem. What about uh, yesterday and last night? Do, do you remember? Was it foggy? Oh, it was real foggy yesterday. Yesterday ah. was the worst foggy day we've had in a while. It was really okay. warm, though. It was a really warm day. So you probably couldn't see very well, yeah? No, I mean, I was out for a bit. And then, um, I just got it. I got roll an inside check. Yep. Eighteen. Eighteen. Um and the question was Yeah, that she couldn't that basically could you see it? Could you think? Yeah. Um did you get this kind of hesitation? From her, and it was, it was fine, really. You know, it was a little bit, it's foggy. You know, it's hard to, you know, you don't want to be out there and not know what you're shooting an arrow at. You know, it was a little, it was a little, it's a little weird. You know. Oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. I can day. understand that. Were you out yesterday in the fog? Yeah, yeah, I was out during the day. I didn't. It's oh. not not good. To be, it's even worse to be out there in the dark at night. So I tried to get back by sundown. Oh, and All you right. were back by sundown yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you see anything weird yesterday morning? Day? Roll a preservation check. No, that's not going to be as good. Yeah. No, nothing um, out of, 11. Nothing out of the ordinary, really. I mean, it's all been weird lately. It's, it, the weather's messing everything up. All the animals are doing different patterns. You know, we have to... Um, like some of the stuff we usually hunt that we'd have to range further for has been closer to town, which is good. But then there's like the predators have been busier down closer to the city walls because there's more game. So um, sure. it's just, it's a strange, it's, it's we're, we're, we are adjusting our expectations. Sure, sure, sure. You know? So um, do we see any tracks to follow? Um, I'm going to have one of you roll. I will do the math on my end, but just give me her survival check. I see Miranda reach for dice. Natural 20 on my end. Natural 20. Yes. With Let's her go. bonuses, with her proficiencies. Andrew um, Lee was an excellent choice. <laughs> um, so there. As you, 
as you're rambling, you know, you're asking her all these questions and she's just sort of leading you along and you notice that she's not making a ton of eye contact. Like she doesn't really look at you. She's always looking at the environment. She's looking at the ground. Like she's never stops talking, but she's also never not taking in the environment. And, um, and she goes, Hey, look at this. Okay. Check this out. Um, and she kneels down and she points out horse tracks and she goes, I see something. I see something cool. Check this out. Yeah. And she points that there's the 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 the, 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 the horse hoof prints. Right. We're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> Never. No. The leave it in there. The the foos. Um. And she goes. Look at this. See this fault line right here. Sure. And you see that one of the hooves is, um, almost like a like a crescent chunk taken out of it. Mm. She goes, see, that's not, nobody riding a horse is going to ride a horse with that kind of injury. Like that's missing. It's like missing a big part of his, like it's hoof. Like that's, that's, that's a broken animal, but it's not, but the, but the gate and she's pointing at the, it's, it's, it's moving like a regular horse. I bet you if you're looking for a skeleton horse that is not moving like with muscle and, and bone, like a, like a living creature, that's your one right there. That horse is messed up and not impinged in his movement at all i think we got our i think we got our boy well done andrew lee castle castle nudge her a little good job she bows takes off her cap uh and like the hair just like she got like all like like just this mop of of wild red hair it takes her a minute to get it back wrangling back under like she's clearly made a mistake by taking the hat off in the first place she gets it back down um and she starts leading you um and what you see is it kind of veers off. Um, it's not high hills, but you sort of this like the um, it it looks like the end result of a battle between catapults. There's just big rocks just embedded in the ground, you know. Um, and uh, so it's heading that way, and you can see it sort of you have to kind of weave through them and. Um, I'll let you decide how this changes your mood, but suddenly that vis that visibility that you had, where you could see everything, becomes a little more sketchy, because now you've got walls of stone that are kind of you so you, you you don't have that one that three sixty ability that that you, that you had right out of town. Um, the, the stone structures is it possible to get up on top of them? Oh sure, yeah. I would like to do that. Yeah, um, you hop up on top, and you can see that. Um, it's just, it's like a giant, messy rock garden, you know? Like there's just chunks of rock sticking out. It's hard to tell if it's like, um, roll a nature check for me. Okay. 13. 13. Um, it doesn't really, with 13, it's hard to tell. It's, it's, it's not man-made it's just like a lot of like nature somehow rolled these stones this way like that's and they're all, they've all been there for a while like it's not like they they don't look like they've, they've recently rolled in there for defensive purposes or anything and it's definitely um um and as you're entering into it um andrew label says ah, i don't really come this way often because you know the game's over there but um we should be fine we should be fine this is we'll be careful right um yeah of course can I insight can... checker? Yeah. And ditto. 
I just want to feel this lady out. Uh, uh, 17. 17. 14. 14. Um, <laughs> false bravado a little bit. Like, this is not... And even without a nature role, like, you go where things... If you're hunting, you're going where things eat. And this is rock and stone and, like, maybe a bit of moss and stuff. This is not where you'd go for, like, the stuff that she's probably hunting. So she's kind of, like, putting on a good front. But... This is not her territory. You can tell she doesn't usually go this direction. Um, but you can see that broken ho horse um, print like that, that the tracks um, slow down and kind of weave through here. Like the, like it, you get the, you can almost imagine as, as easy as it is to follow that this guy was just kind of like cantering along um, at a leisurely pace when he got to these rocks, like kind of weaving his way in between them. Um, so as, uh, all this probably takes a couple of hours, you know, takes you, you're, you're making pretty good pace. Um, you're all pretty quick uh, and with her guidance, with that natural 20, you're able to follow the tracks pretty easily. Um, and the, the fog gets a little heavier and, um, she slows down a little bit and like, you know, I think there's, um, there's like ponds and little like what they used to be frozen ponds then they've, they've been thawing so it's a little bit the train gets a little weird around here and she has and all this and like the fog is picking up um she says all this is because you know you've got the 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 cold air hitting the the water that's thawing and it's it's kind of a mess and um so just watch yourself you know like it's it's it, the visibility kind of sucks um I'll have everybody roll a perception check for me. A nine. Nine. Uh, ten. Boone's oh. still trying to figure out well, why uh, why Andrew really knows his name, so he got a six. How'd it go, how'd it go Andrew? Oh, uh, 12. 12. 12. 11, okay. sorry. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm going to explain her low role too um, by saying she looks over at Boone at this point. Weren't you in a band? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we were. Um, uh, we kind of, yeah. Yeah, a band. Um, she's, I, that's where I saw I knew and she's pointing at you like this and then um you hear a like a like a bubbling like a gurgling noise like kind of like a like like and then um in the shadows or in the kind of in the, the this weird kind of hazy hard to see thing um it sounds like a bird kind of lands on one of the rocks and you can almost see like this wing shape long pointed beak but when it lands it lands a little wet like it's like it splats when it hits cool. and then behind you on a rock a little bit further back you and that same noise like it lights and flops down 
and uh and then somewhere in there you hear i miss the ice this mud is miserable no it's, it's what was our lot in life we're just supposed to be Shh. there's someone there and then you see one more splat noise you see it's like a little thing flies and then lands and it sounds like instead of landing on feet it almost sounds like you're dropping like a wet bean bag kind of a thing like it's oh and then all of the beaks turn to look at you i think it's getting kind of late so maybe this would be a good place to leave as a cliffhanger oh as you've got three (laughs) winged creatures hidden in the in the fog kind of surrounding you in a triangle standing on top of these rocks and their eyes glow a muddy orange and we'll start with initiative next time oh man how many of them are there three 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 boone has no idea he's stammering to uh Andrew Lee about well yeah we like we were called fish pit for a while and then um <laughs> fish pit we, we were called Bob and then we went with shallow gravy but that was stupid um yeah I mean what what phase did you see us in was it like the uh the anarchist punk phase or were we doing the the the, the folk thing um God, how old is Boone? About 23. 23. Okay, so he's um what is the one that you're least proud of? Uh, <laughs> 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 um the one he's least proud of is when they uh they all made up matching uh white masks um with like slits for eyes and a mouth and they put on robes and they called themselves rhyme of the ancients for a while and try yeah. to do like harmonic like drone hums along with uh uh loot and drum yeah she she starts talking about like there you do that thing with some masks and you did like a cool throat thing oh, i mean shit. i was i was only, I, I was only only like 14 when i saw you play so like you know it's a little fuzzy that's such okay. a specific answer to such a specific question yeah. <laughs> it's a small town Amazing. you're a musician in a very small town <laughs> i don't know you know gary plays guitar that's kind of hot <laughs> great great boone's trying to deflect a groupie while danger looms yes and just as just as just as you hear her say the thing with the mask and you're like oh not the mask thing that's when you hear the of things landing around you surrounding your uh your group in the in the murk in the in the fog of this rock uh maze that you're in now and that's where we'll pick up next time (laughs) (laughs) i am having so much fun fucking with boone being the only one from town so i'm the only one who's gonna recognize you at all or the only one who's gonna be recognized by anybody at all um (laughs) 
All right. I have been your DM, Matthew Fillion. This has been the God Mirror Conspiracy episode. Officially episode. Uh, last episode was the prelude, I believe. Anyway. Yes. Um, so this is, uh, we will pick up, we'll pick up uh, North in the Tundra in the Melting Tundra next time. Uh, we'll go in reverse order. John, where can we find you? I have been, will be, and remain John Owen. And you can find me on Twitter at the John Owen. That's the with two E's, John Owen. Colin. You can find me at colincarlton.com, um, where you can find a bunch of stuff that you may or may not care about. You can also find me online at social media at symbol Colin Carlton, uppercase v uppercase o uh you can find our other podcast at charactersinclass.com where fillion and i roll up DD characters every monday from scratch without prior planning and that's about all the places that i'm willing to share with strangers online <laughs> miranda what about you i am on pretty much everything as obscure abrasion including switch and the tiktoks you're trying to be an influencer. Uh, That's Danny, me. Where, Danny, where can we find you? You can find me at Danielle Antis Art on Instagram and Etsy and Danny Antis Art on TikTok. All right. You can actually find all of us at ravenfollyinstitute.com. You can also find us at ravenfolly, just at ravenfolly and on Twitter. Um, I'm at matthewfillion.com and Matt Fillion on Twitter. Come talk to us about D&D. Tell us what you think of the new campaign. Um, it's been a pleasure DMing for you tonight and uh, we'll be back again next week. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>